I'm Libby Rothschild, former clinical dietitian who transformed into a full-time virtual business owner. It was only one year ago when I made $55,000 a year in my clinical job. And now I make $100,000 a month being my own boss. And you can do this too. My clients, who are all female dietitians and students, started from zero and created six-figure, multi-six-figure businesses by following my proven method. And they've all been guests on air. My proven method shows you how to attract cash paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. Hello and welcome. I'm here today with Nishta Saxana, the owner of Vibrant Nutrition. When she became a mother of two vibrant kids herself, she noticed that feeding a family is very different than feeding an individual. There is a huge gap in parents finding clear, real nutrition guidance for their families and knew she could offer more. She is known as the nutrition mythbuster, helping parents decrease misinformation about the how of feeding their children, clearing the way to confident, happy feeding. She helps parents of infants to school-aged children support the growth of their kids with the right tools and easy, simple, healthy family meals. Nishta knows that feeding kids is hard, but it doesn't have to be. She has a passion for helping mothers decrease the confusion and fear of feeding kids and increase variety and confidence to feed their kids the best way possible. Picky eating is a problem so many parents face, and Nishta gives parents the tools and strategies to stop and reverse this with mindset, meals, and support. Nishta knows feeding kids to support growth can be done clearly and easily. Nutrition can transform children's lives. Her goal to help parents do this with her work. Where can we find you on social media, Nishta? Yeah, so on social media, on Instagram, I am family.meals.nutritionist. And my website for my business is simplyvibrantnutrition.com. And on Twitter, I am vibrantnish1. And on Facebook, I'm Vibrant Nutrition. Well, thank you and welcome for joining. I'm happy to have you today. So before we dive in, I just wanted everybody to know fully what your nutrition philosophy is. So if you could explain to us in your words. My nutrition philosophy for families is that it doesn't have to be hard. So it, it is, it, there's a mindset, I think, among a lot of parents that feeding kids is really hard and they don't eat what we want them to eat. And, we don't, and I don't believe that at all. I think feeding children and eating as a family is something that can be done simply, easily, and it can be very satisfying. All foods fit. So I think that we have to include all foods when we're talking about a family. That includes treat foods, that includes any kind of food, but it's really about knowing what are the best things to give your kids to support growth within all those different foods and making sure that families understand that this can be done simply. They just need to learn some little, little tips and tricks so that it doesn't become a pain point. It doesn't have to be something that you struggle with over and over and on and on. And then your children are adolescents and teenagers and maybe not listening to you the same way. It doesn't have to be that way. I like parents and families to understand feeding kids can happen easily, simply with all foods that you want to enjoy. And can you talk a little bit about your private practice and the work you do in dietetics? Also, you know, I know you're Canadian based. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I have actually been in practice for a great many years and I've had a private practice for a very long time. So I do actually have a large number of clients. I do work out of Toronto. I mean, since COVID, I have an office that I physically see clients in, but since COVID have been doing everything virtually and I'm really enjoying that because actually a lot of clients find it very convenient. So in the, in my practice, I see families and what I think is different about what I do is I will see the entire family together. So when they're working on feeding children and there may be issues with a baby or an 
infant or school age child, we have to really look at the whole family together. So it's a clinical practice, but I do do a lot of behavioral work with families, structural work, and then just straight up helping them understand like what are easy, healthy meals and snacks they can give their kids and, and eat themselves. Fantastic. And so talk a little bit then about your virtual. So you do business virtually and in person and with COVID has that, how has that shifted? Yeah. So I have not actually had any in-person appointments since COVID here. And part of that's just the way our uh, restrictions are applied here in Ontario. But yeah, so everything had, I had been doing some virtual counseling prior to this because I have clients all around the world, but this was really great because it offered me the opportunity to really just completely cut out some of those things that having a physical office can be barriers for, for even for my clients to, you know, get physically to a space and really opened up being able to see and help more people. So I've really enjoyed it. I love that reframe. Yeah. But there's also been challenges. Maybe you can even share some about COVID, for example, having, you know, having to adjust with, with young children. Oh, yes. Me personally? Absolutely. I have found this probably one of the more challenging periods in my life. And now I am very happy and and that my family, we are healthy. I'm not in any way wanted to to, uh, make that a small point. It's a big point, but we're healthy, but it's really been challenging as a professional and as a business owner and entrepreneur to try to keep all of those hats going, all of those wheels turning while you have two children at home who normally aren't with you that you need to feed. And my children are at the age of seven and nine. So they are independent in some ways, but they're not like completely independent where they're off doing their schoolwork. I was also doing their actual schooling with them and then feeding them. And, you know, I started to really get a sense when clients would contact me during this period of how much mothers were struggling because they're actually trying to work at their job, continue to perform, but yet someone's walking up to them every 10 minutes asking for a snack and needing help with work. So it's been incredibly challenging, but I think all of those challenges we experience make us stronger. I'm a firm believer in that. So, you know, onward and upward, even if, because that's what's happening. So we, we some real, real golden nuggets have come from this, even though it's been hard. Great. I love the positive reframe. Yeah. It's really uh, inspiring for the listeners um, because it has been a difficult time. And I like your perspective of how you've thought about that in context of your market and how you can serve them and relate to them and add value mm-hmm. to them because what you've gone through is what they're going through. And being able to discuss that both in terms of relatability and honing on their pain points is, is part of what you do, right? Yeah. What you do. Yeah. And when we talk about your messaging and your niche, what would you say has evolved as far as, you know, your progression with your, your business and who you serve? Yeah, I think that the work that we've done together in, in really honing in on the, the real specific pain points, the person that I'm targeting is really li- li- similar to what I'm experiencing, a working professional mother, not that, not that all mothers are working, so just to make that clear, even if you're a mother, you're working, but somebody who's also has a profession outside of that and then has children that they're managing in a household. I think my niche, you know, I would say it has evolved in the sense that I've really honed in on what my my working mother, you know, with more than one child really needs in terms of help. Because for many, many years, you know, I've helped thousands of families, but I don't think I've ever really looked at what are the very specific things I'm helping them with that they walk away from and they say, yeah, that's what I needed help with. And I've always just thought, well, I'm helping you, but now I really understand clarifying misinformation. So many parents don't understand how to feed their children, how to make it easy the mindset pieces around that, behavioral pieces around that, and also just clarifying the information that's online. There's so much like 
overload of information. Parents have no idea what to believe. One blog says this, one pseudo professional says this. They want to know what's best for their kids. So clarifying that is I realized for after, you know, however many years, I won't say how many, but many years in practice, this is what I do for people. And then the second piece is really just helping this working mother who's busy, who has time constraints, understand that making healthy, nutritious meals is super simple. It can happen easily. And when you take the piece of helping them understand how to get their children to eat, so really working on that variety, picky eating piece, and then you put it together with easy meals, it's like problems get solved. Yeah, that's incredible. I love that. Yeah. And I love that you, um, you talked about the evolution and how that's helped you. So has that helped you create content or what has that specifically helped you do? Yeah, it's helped me in different ways. When I think about it, it's helped me a lot for sure with my content. I mean, I'm sure that if people go back and and look at the, I haven't taken off all of the old parts of my feed, but, you know, it was just a mishmash of randomness. And it's absolutely helped me understand that, you know, I want want to provide as much help and service as I can to this working mother. And so when she looks at my feed and she gets an answer to a problem that she has, that makes me really elated. So working on this has actually definitely helped clarify my content. And it's also helped me clarify when I am onboarding new clients, what I am able to offer them, what service, what are they going to get? What is the outcome working with me is going to offer them? And we, it's great for people to understand that prior to us working together. So they really have a clear, both have a clear idea of what's going on. I think it's still a work in progress for me. So I think, you know, there's lots of, you have a lot of success stories of all of the different women dietitians you've worked with. And I think some of them have doing a bang up job. So I'd like to get there, you know, I'm working on it. I'm staying really positive about it, but I do see that it's just a matter of being consistent and consistently coming back to this, this sort of work that we've done in clarifying what it is that I'm doing for people. You're doing fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> the content that you're creating and the, the message is clear and I think it, it's really fun to watch. Good. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm always up for being wild. fun. Fun. Fun is something I pride myself on being. So yeah, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, that's a good message to, to give to families, right? Because they need that during difficult times when they're stressed out and they're looking to simplify meals. So yes, yes. And I do think that's one little difference in, among my category. You know, there's many, many people in every niche, right? We work, nothing's new and there's plenty of people to help. But I think my personality, that's the thing I'm working on letting it shine through a bit more. I'll probably do some videos like some of my other uh, classmates in our group have done some great videos. I'm very comfortable on video and on camera. So I'm looking forward to that because I think having a sense of humor as a mother is incredibly important. Wow. You've got to have one. And then if you can translate that into how you're feeding your family and working together on that piece, humor really, really helps. It really helps in times that are extremely challenging and it really helps just in life in general, have not take things so seriously and understand they don't have to be super heavy and intense, especially not feeding your kids. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love that you're staying true and keeping circling back to your message. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So, can you talk? And you already mentioned it a little bit. I just want to make sure that we've got this answered succinctly, or make sure that it's clear. Yeah. How did you get more clear with your ideal client and the pain points, or how did that help you attract more clients? I think I got more clear by doing the work first of going back and looking at who have I helped? Why did I start? You know, why am I doing this? All that stuff that I think we, we should be asking ourselves on a regular basis. And that is part of the course that we did with you is, is doing that work to say, like, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? You know, I can help people in a million different ways. So when I started to realize, you know, looked back at so many of the families that I've helped, 
I started to see this pattern. If I hadn't reflected on that, right, I wouldn't have seen this pattern on how I have clearly helped people in some of these very specific ways. And then that is the, the information that I then take and I'm able to use that with clients to sort of show them like this is what can happen when we work together. So I think it's a bit of self-reflection. I think it's a bit of, you know, looking back at history. I think it's a bit of looking at what I love about helping families with because I also love what I do. And so I look at what is it when I'm working with someone? What do I love about that work? Because it's a relationship, right? I'm a counseling dietitian. I've been for many years. So those things all kind of came together to help help me really hone in on the solutions that I'm providing people with. And then I think from here on forward, I'm always open to learning. I think that was something that I, I, I have these amazing conversations and relationships. You know, people tell me things like, I've never told someone this before, or you changed our lives. You, you know, you've completely changed our family. Like these are things that are the most rewarding things that someone can hear, right, in, in their life. And so I have, I've always been listening, but I think that now I'm really listening to the information of what it is they've gotten. And listening to those nuggets, that gold of, you know, how I was of service, it just helps me reflect on how I can do better and keep clarifying and keep helping parents this very specific way. That sounds really empowering and that sounds rewarding to be able to think and really analyze and get better. And people. Yeah. I really love working with families. Like I, I just think it's, it's an amazing thing to watch the dynamic of a family. It's very different when, you know, someone's bringing their kid in and it's like, Oh, here, my kid's not eating what's wrong with my child? You know, can you fix my child? The first thing I do is looking at parents saying, we don't really need to fix your child. We need to figure out what's going on with the family. And so that I find that work is just, I don't know, I think it's very powerful. Yeah, definitely. It Mm -hmm. is powerful. And your ability to reflect on it too is powerful because I think so often we forget to do that. And so moment and and really process what's going on and how we can improve that and create more impact. That's where the the beauty is and then the reflection work. So I I love that you explain that really, um, really eloquently. Now, when it comes to using social media, Instagram specifically, um, Mm -hmm. how do you use that as a business tool to showcase who you are and attract clients and and those specifically in in your niche and your specialty? Yeah, I think that the work that we did to clarify, right, the specific thing that I'm trying to offer people in on Instagram, you know, it's a work in progress, because um, like a couple of the other women in my group, I'm not a graphic designer, I just never thought I would be able to create these messages this clearly, and showcase that to people who are following me on Instagram. So what I've, I found is using Instagram has been a great way to offer somebody maybe a solution right away, but also, you know, just so that they can get to know like the language I use, the style that I have, because, you know, I do try to bring a sense of fun and a bit of humor to what I do. I think I need to show that more actually. So I think it's a work in progress, but I think it does two things. I think it gets people, they can get to know me, they can see my face, they can get a sense of how I function because it is a relationship when you're working with clients. And then they actually hopefully get some solutions like, Hey, I wanted to check in here because uh, my kid's throwing food. You know, what do I do? So again, I I think my feed is a work in progress. I'm really excited to work on it and continue to do the work because if there's something satisfying about it that I never realized it could be satisfying. So yeah, that's really how I think the Instagram social media marketing has been working for me in terms of connecting to my clients. I love that. And I know at the beginning you mentioned where we can find you on Twitter, et cetera. So would you say that Instagram is your favorite or what social platform do you enjoy the most? I'm going to be really honest here. This is a tough thing to say. Okay. 
I'm going to say it though on air. I, I really hate, dislike Facebook. Hate's a strong word. I don't enjoy the interface of Facebook. I will say, I think there's a lot of clients in, in my avatar, my, my person that I help, the families that I help, lots, they're all on there because it's a bit of an older demographic that tends to use Facebook that way. I just don't enjoy using it. What I love about Instagram is it's quick, it's clear. I like the format. It To me, it's easy to digest. And I think the user interface is really nice to interact with. I'm sure who knows what's happening with platforms. And I guess now they're integrated. So there's some similarities there, but I really do. It's my favorite. Maybe it shouldn't be, but it is. Oh, I agree. I don't know why it shouldn't be. I mean, I agree with <laughs> saying the interface is really clear and simple to get quick information and people love Instagram. Yeah. People are there, right? Your clients are there, the audience, the people who you want to serve, they're there looking for solutions and community for their problems with feeding their kids. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I've enjoyed actually, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I've actually enjoyed kind of trying to create these pictures, you know, and saying like, how can I make what I know I'm showing somebody, a mom, you know, about like making the right decision with how she's presenting new food to her kids. How can I visually make that clear? So that's definitely something I'm working on. I'm not going to beat myself up because I've already been in business for a long time. And, and it's really this process of learning these, the ways that you can just leverage all of this wealth of knowledge and things that I've had through many thousands of hours of counseling I want to present that visually. So it's a fun challenge. So it's a challenging challenge. But through this course, I've really, yeah, I would never have guessed that that is how my Instagram feed, how much it's improved. And it's improving. Yeah. It, it is. And so speaking of that, what did it look like previously? Oh, boy. Yeah. Previously, it was basically pictures of pieces of salmon in my on my back porch. I would just... <laughs> random food, random, you know, people liked that. I think it was just fun to be like, oh, here's these random pictures. Very few pictures of me, almost never. And it was funny because when I first started my account, I thought, oh, there's no way I'm showing me nobody. That's so, for me, I guess, I mean, I am a media person, so I'm on camera a lot, but that that's more when I'm invited to be. What I thought was interesting about what you taught is that you really do need to show your face on your feed. And at first I thought, why would people want to look at a picture of me? Just why? They don't care about me. They want to know about what, what, how many omega-3 fatty acids they get from this piece of salmon. And the truth is, no, they don't. They want to get to know me and how I think about and how I talk about solving their problems when, when it comes to nutrition. So I have really enjoyed get, getting in front of the camera more. I think at first I thought it would seem a bit self um serving or something instead of serving the client, but it isn't. It's actually something that is helpful to them. So the feed beforehand was random pictures of food, random walking through the grass. Look at this flower. I didn't even know what it was. It was very random. And so now it's a lot more clear and I hope it gets clearer. Yeah. And, and it is clear and you're doing great. And when we think about before, did you enjoy the process or did you look at it the way you do now? Because the way you talk about it now is, is connecting. <laughs> yeah. You're, you, you, you are hitting the nail on the head. And I honestly, I can't believe it. Like I find it shocking because I've always loved working with clients. I love my work, but I, I, I will say I kind of hated social media. Okay. I'm going to put it out there. I just said it. I don't hate it now, but I felt like it would overwhelm me totally. Okay. Because I would think, oh no, I have to make a post. It's national cranberry day. I have to find a picture of a cranberry quick. It's like, those types of ways of being driven on social media, that was, I did not enjoy that at all. So I think the way I look at it now makes it more enjoyable because it feels like I'm getting to say the things that I know are helpful. 
I'm not doing randomness. I'm getting to help people and serve people through my actual Instagram feed. And I just feel that it is, it's a lot less stressful. It's still a bit stressful because I'm not great at graphic design, but it, it's definitely a, a whole new world. I actually look forward to being able to communicate through this platform, which is crazy. What an incredible transformation. It is a transformation. I, and I really did not expect that. I really didn't, but I, I will absolutely say, I definitely totally look at it differently. And I love the fact that we look at Instagram as a tool. It's a business tool. You know, I think that's a really smart way to look at it because I don't know if this is the right thing to say. I'm going to say it, but I, I don't think of myself as an influencer as much. I think, you know, all the dietitians that are putting out great content, of course, we're influencing, but, you know, it's a different thing than, you know, me just going on my journey in life and showing you where I go shopping and what tea I drink. It's sort of like, it is a tool and, and I suppose they use it that way, but I really like understanding how I can use it this way. And I never thought of that way before. That's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And yeah. thank you for sharing that kind of progress from um, how you look at it and how it helps better serve the community that you want to serve and you, and you feel and see that. And I think that's really special because it makes our work more impactful when there's, when there's clarity of how you're attracting clients and, and positioning yourself for not yeah. only clients, but also our colleagues too. Yes. And I think, yes. And I think that's really exciting too, is, you know, being a part of a group of people who really want to uh, just, they want to be able to show that what we do, I think some, in some of the roles we have as dietitians and I've been a dietitian for many years, we really don't get to show what we do. I don't know how else to describe that. Any dietitians listening to this will know what I mean. And sometimes it's really draining to feel like you, you have to consistently demonstrate what you do. Well, you, you really don't because the value you have and the gifts that you have, those are all things that you just need to express them and show them. And I think this is an, a wonderful platform to be able to do that where we don't really get to do that in some other settings in dietetics. I completely agree. And it's yeah. absolutely draining. Yeah, it is draining. And I mean, you know, I, I haven't had, I don't know, I didn't do a master's degree in a research trial and 15 years of clinical practice and 10,000 hours of counseling, more 20,000 hours of counseling and have children myself and being a working dietitian mother who is actually feeding kids every day. I didn't do all that to, to try to prove any point. I mean, it's really just a, a wealth of what I can offer and any way that I can show that and demonstrate it and help more people. I think that's only fair. I don't think it's fair when dietitians feel that they constantly have to prove themselves. I think that's a really, really negative mindset. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that and setting a great example. I think it's a really good story and reflection and discussion. So thank you. You're welcome. Going back to Instagram, can you share your process for creating content? Yeah. So, I mean, we worked on, you know, I kind of really tried to hone in on what are the things that I'm offering for my client that I work with, the families that I work with. And the process is really just, my process has been one where I'm trying to come up with just some key visuals that demonstrate these specific points and then just sort of, you know, tweaking them and looking at them in different ways because, um, I think I would like to have a more cohesive looking feed and one that's, you know, a bit more patterned. I've had lots of patterns in my Instagram feed before, but they weren't doing this kind of really great clear work. So the process is really just kind of getting like two or three, maybe more. I'm doing some trialing right now of ways visually that I'm communicating and then just changing that content and making sure that I'm answering those questions and those pain points of my client in, you know, sometimes it looks slightly different, but it's really the same thing and showing my face more. So making sure that I'm on there showing my face more, even though it's like some days I might not feel like doing that in a sense, but actually 
Actually, I, I wouldn't say that. I used to not like doing that, but now I really like doing it. So I just kind of sit down and try to block that out. It's a bit challenging that I need to work on my process for making sure that I'm, I'm pretty consistent, but it would be nice to have like real consistent setting time out for yourself to get your ideas down and get everything out. I think that's COVID has thrown a little bit of a loop in there for just the scheduling and the way things work, like having to homeschool kids and feed kids and work. So that, so that will be something to progress with, but having those clear messages and then having not overthinking it, you know, you don't have to have like a brand new fancy design for every post. I think that's something that you guys showed me and you showed me for sure. I didn't realize that I thought, Oh my goodness gracious, like people hire a professional photographer for every picture and it must be intense. And it really isn't. It doesn't have to be. If I can do it, anyone can do it. (laughs) Yeah. So the bottom line is to simplify the process. It's always an ongoing process. You're not alone. All my clients, myself included, are, are constantly thinking about how they can improve the process. But what you're saying is that to simplify it, you think about making a better or different version, a more enhanced version of what you've previously done based yes. on what clients' needs are. And yeah. you that by being clear with, with what they want and need and receptive to what they're saying. Yeah, because I think the interesting piece is people aren't looking at it, you know, to see a new design. It's not that it doesn't matter, right? We want it to look decent and clear, but they are really... T- tuning into your feed because they want solutions. And and so that is something that makes it a lot easier and it makes it more systematic. And so just blocking out a little bit of time, you can actually, I think, have some great success in being really consistent. I think. I love that. I I just answered my next question. Okay. Tips for listeners about how they can more effectively um, create content or build the no like and trust factor. And I feel like you just gave a tip about content. So maybe if you have a number one tip for building the no like and trust in in your experience. You know, in my experience, I can only speak from my experience. And for me, I will say static pictures and the, the sort of graphic tiles that I use in Instagram, that's not necessarily my first strength. So for me, building no like and trust is really getting out and talking in front of people on camera. So if it's an Instagram live or, you know, I'm going to be doing some video tiles, which will be kind of interesting to see. That is primarily the way that I find people can get to know me and my personality. And so through this, I've also posted a lot more stories and showing light, you know, my private life with my children, me as a mom, random evenings, making dinner, you know, what do I, what do I feed my children? I think that's something that really has worked well to help people understand I'm just a working mother like my clients. I'm just like them. But I have really, truthfully, I haven't had huge struggles in knowing how to do this because my mindset from the beginning was, this is not going to be hard. It's going to be okay. There'll be annoying moments. but And that's what I want to show my moms is it, it doesn't have to be really complicated and, and you don't have to do anything other than just tweak some some certain things. So showing up on camera and talking I think for me is the thing that gets my builds up people's ability to get to know me. They can also hear my amazing sense of humor through video. (laughs) You do have a great sense of humor and you're a lot of fun. I'll never forget when when COVID started, um, it stuck in my brain and you made a joke about having to teach your kids fractions in French. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, Libby. We were, I was just had no idea what was going on, trying to do my work, trying to, you know, think of my niche marketing and then I'm, I'm sitting there in French doing grade three geometry, you know, and then thinking of like a balanced meal and then helping my daughter do learning French verb conjugation. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, what is happening right now? 
But, you know, what was interesting is it consolidated everything. You know, you, you really hone in on what is the most essential, what you can get done, what you can leave behind. I think that's been a really interesting process is like the doing the work. What is the work that you have to do to get the, the results that you want? And I think it's just the time to do, just do the work. You don't have to, there's all sorts of other things we do, make a lot of excuses. I will put myself in that category. But I think ultimately, when you actually sit down and do the work, you will see results. So I think COVID as difficult as it was, geez, doing 10 things at once, more than 10 things at once and trying to keep my mind focused on this process of learning social media marketing it actually helped in a way because there's literally, if I have 20 minutes, if those 20 minutes have to be used extremely well. So that is something that was a real gift coming out of this. If I can call it that, I don't know if we're out of it yet, but yeah. whatever, right. We're moving through it. Yeah. Because there's no, you know, this is kind of like a cyclical thing, I think. So I think it's going to be something that we're all going to have to learn to kind of move through. <laughs> Well, I love your attitude and perspective, and I love how you're relatable among your your market for being a mom yourself, uh, discussing adapting through a difficult time and being a resource for them. Um, so what's next in your business? What can we look forward to seeing in the future? Well, you can look forward to amazing content, okay? It's going to blow your mind. <laughs> no, it will. It will. It will. It's going to look better. It's going to look cleaner. It's going to be very solutions focused and fun, but look forward to some more videos. Uh, I've got my own video set up getting happening here. So look forward to more uh, videos with Nish. And then um, I'm putting together some group programs because I have a lot of moms that kind of really want to get together and have that community, that sense of community. And pre-COVID, I did tons of groups, hundreds of groups a year. But hey, now I have the opportunity to make that even bigger because uh because of the access piece and the virtual piece. So helping support moms that are dealing with picky eating and having a hard time feeding their whole family, doing some group programming around that to really provide solutions and support. I love it. That's fantastic. And if you could just remind us where we can all find you on social media. Yes, please hit me up, DM me. I'm Family Meals Nutritionist on Instagram. And please, if anyone has any questions, I'm always welcome to answer them. My website is called Simply Vibrant Nutrition. That'll change soon. Facebook, Vibrant Nutrition, as my company name is Vibrant Nutrition. And Twitter, Vibrant Niche One. Awesome. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.